0: when you connect with someone on a very human level through a podcast you become part of their life and you know you become part of their routine good morning good morning good morning so hope you are all feeling amazing so today we are going to be talking about the power of podcasting now as a lot of you will know i have my podcast brave bold brilliant Um, And that podcast, I've actually, coming up to nearly three years of running my podcast, so we are on episode 284. We're heading for our 300th episode, which is fantastic. And when I started this on the 27th of July 2020, I had no idea where it was going to lead. And I get asked a lot about my podcast, how I started, you know, how has it um, been successful for me? So I just thought I would share with you uh, the power of podcasting, just some tips and tricks that I've picked up along the way in terms of, you know, what's worked for me with Brave Bold Brilliant, you know. And I've been really lucky because... With my podcast, I have got to interview incredible people, you know, ranging from corporate CEOs running multi-billion dollar businesses globally... Through to elite sports personalities, through to people running incredible charities. You know, I've interviewed Michael Jackson's former bodyguard, Matt Fidesz. I've interviewed Johan Lundgren, the group CEO of EasyJet. Rory Underwood, you know, famous for his uh, his contributions to rugby. Uh, so many incredible people, and it just keeps on going, actually. So, you know, I've interviewed Gerald Ratner. For those of you that are old enough to remember, Gerald had the largest jewelry business across the whole of Europe, which, when he made his famous speech, actually just totally went from sort of hero to zero overnight. So, as you can see, I've interviewed some incredible people. So, I love my podcast, I'm passionate about it. And I feel very honoured to have had the conversations that I've had. So all of that is wonderful. And you might be listening to this on the podcast, which is brilliant. So if you are... Please do, you know, like, subscribe, leave me a five star review. It all really helps. If you're watching this on social media live, potentially, and you're not connected with me, then please do connect, you know, because social media is exactly that social. It's a way for us to connect, create meaningful relationships. So please, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I've got a YouTube channel as well. So if you're not subscribed to that, please do. You know, my purpose in life is really simple. It is to unlock greatness in myself and others by being brave, bold and brilliant. So, you know, the title of my podcast is very much aligned to my values. So what I am going to do now, I am going to take you through 10 tips In terms of if you're thinking of starting a podcast, then, you know, just some ideas for you to consider. If you already have a podcast, then, you know, maybe you want to scale up. Maybe you want to relaunch your podcast. So depending where you are, this is going to be relevant for all of you if you're interested in podcasting. Now, the reality is that podcasts have really, you know, absolutely gained momentum in the last few years in particular. So, you know, in the States, around about 25% of people listen to podcasts regularly. In the UK, it's lower than that. It's about 10%. It's probably higher now, to be honest, but it is growing at a rate of knots. So it's a fantastic way to engage with people. There's something very personal about having someone's voice in your ears. Um, And, you know, with a podcast, consistency is key. And I'm going to talk about that in more detail. But essentially, when you connect with someone on a very human level through a podcast, you become part of their life. Um, And, you know, you become part of their routine, you know, it might be that they listen to while they're walking the dog or cleaning the bathroom or driving on their commute to to work, you know, or whatever it is while they're in the gym, etc. So you very much become part of your listeners lives. So it's a very, very personal and special relationship with podcasting. So grab a pen and paper, I'm going to take you through 10 tips, things for you to consider. If you're considering starting a podcast, scaling a podcast, or maybe relaunching, okay, this is exactly for you. So grab that pen and paper. Right, the first thing is, I would say, is understand why you want to podcast. Why is it? What's your purpose? Because, you know, like anything in life, if we are clear on why we're doing something and it's aligned with our values... And everything that sort of we stand for, you're going to be much more successful at it because, you know, there's no point starting something and not keep going with it. So I would say be clear on why you're doing it and commit to it because when you do that, that's when you'll get success. But it takes time. You know, you're not going to just get immediate results straight away. It does take time. It does take tenacity, action and consistency. So really think carefully before you start your podcast. Is this something that you could see yourself doing for quite some time, at least a couple of years? For me, you know, I've signed up with, with the podcast agency that I use for a lifetime deal. Because I see myself continuing to podcast indefinitely. So I made that choice up front very, very early on. So that's point number one. Understand why you're doing it. Is it compelling enough that you can truly commit to it? Okay, number two. Choose a topic you are passionate about, that you love. Now, you know, my podcast is primarily, it's a business-focused podcast However, it's all about pushing out of your comfort zone, being brave, you know, really pushing, uh, bold, making a big impact and being brilliant when it all aligns. But I am fascinated in people's story. You know, I'm fascinated by successful people, what makes people successful, but not just that, the real truth behind the person. So if you listen to Brave, Bold, Brilliant, you'll see it's a very fluid conversation. And that conversation that I have with people ranges from not only their business experience or whichever field they're in, but also what's driven them, how do they overcome challenges, how do you bounce back from adversity, etc. So it's a very real conversation for me. And I am genuinely passionate about those three words, brave, bold, brilliant. And actually, those are values that are important to me. I love business. I love people. And that's why I do what I do. So, you know, choose a topic you're really passionate about, because when you love something, you bring your best to it, don't you? Uh, so that's point number two. Point number three, we get into some practical things here, you know, around what are you going to call it? Um, you know, for me, simple is best. You really want to have something that stands out, that has a description of what the podcast is about in the title, but it's not too long. You know, mine is three words, brave, bold, brilliant. That's it. You know, and to me, that really just resonates. It's become my personal brand, actually. So it's really kind of become almost the the way I carry myself, my values, and it translates to the advisory work that I do as well. You know, it it translates to the mentoring that I do because all of my programmes are based around those three key pillars of Brave, Bold, Brilliant. So choose a title that is going to be catchy, people are going to recognise, and it's very easy for you to, you know, as I say, to promote as well. And then within that, you've got things like your artwork, Um, So when you go on to say iTunes or whatever the thumbnails are quite small so you don't want something too complicated you know and there are decisions around do you want your face on it or do you just want some graphics all of these little decisions uh, you're, you're actually making those decisions up front before you actually start you know music. What intro do you want? What kind of music do you want as you sort of, you know, uh, someone comes into the podcast and is listening to the start of an episode? And how do you want your podcast described You also need to decide what category you are going to be actually featured on in in iTunes, etc. You know, is it entrepreneurship? Is it business? Uh, The broader categories can sometimes be quite hard to get up the rankings. So, you know, have a think about what categories you're actually going to have the podcast featured under, which will impact when people are searching for you. Right. Okay. Now, point number four, how are you going to produce your podcast? Right now? I am not a technical person in the slightest. (laughs) So I would not have a podcast if I didn't have a podcast agency actually doing the production for me, putting together the show notes, etc. But there are plenty of people that are really great at tech that love um, podcasting and the technical aspect of the sound, the audio, all of that kind of stuff that is not for me. So you need to decide how are you going to produce your podcast? Are you going to do it yourself? And if you're into that, then brilliant, go for it. If you're not, and you don't have the time or the inclination, which is really what <laughs> I, am. I want the baby. I want the baby without the without the labor pains. Right. In this case. So, you know, if you're going to use an agency, make sure you do your due diligence. Um, you know, see if have conversations with two or three before you decide who you're going to go with and really make sure that you're picking uh, someone that's got credibility in the space. So that's the production side of things and the tech. Now, essentially for the tech, you don't need a lot. So I have, in fact I'm using it here to record this um, and I'm gonna talk about repurposing in a, little, in a little while but this is a Zoom H1N audio with a lapel mic, okay? So I have two of those. So if I'm interviewing someone in person, we literally, we use this. I film it on my phone, uh, cause you know, the camera's on, on there, uh, if you've got a really good phone, an iPhone or whatever are, re- are excellent these days. And if I'm recording remotely, I will use Zoom to do that. Uh, A lot of my guests are based overseas. You know, the podcast Brave Bold Brilliant is in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts in the world and is listened to in 111 countries. So it's very international. It's global. So if I'm interviewing people over in India or the States or Canada or Australia, which I absolutely have done, I use Zoom. Um, and that's absolutely fine as well. So clearly, if you have got better tech kit, you're going to get better quality output, of course. But you don't need to spend a fortune, is what I'm saying. Um, and you can manage it quite well. In particular, if you have a podcast agency that's able to edit and, and put things in good shape for you. So that's the kind of the productiony, techy bit, if you like. Right then, point number five: frequency. You know, how frequency, days of the week. um, So how often are you going to do your podcast? Now, I committed right up front to do two episodes a week. That's quite a lot, I would say. Uh, For some people, once a week is perfectly fine. Or you might even be every fortnight or once a month. But whatever you decide, you need to stick with. So I would say if you're not sure how much time you can commit to your podcast, maybe start with one a month or two a month and you can always build up. But what you don't want to do is to, you know, kind of come out of the blocks really fast with like, you know, loads of episodes, etc. And then find that you can't keep up the consistency and you need to kind of backtrack from that. As I said, when I started um, the the video on this and the live, is to say that you know consistency is key. You become part of people's everyday life. So if they know that your podcast is coming out every Monday or every Friday or whatever the day of the week is at whatever time, they're waiting for it very often. So if you miss an episode, one, it affects your downloads because the algorithms don't like it, and two, you've disappointed your listeners. So, you know, be consistent. So I would say, you know, have a think about how much time you can actually commit to this. And then there's also a point around, well, are you going to be doing interviews with people or is it that it's just content from yourself? I was advised by by my mentor, Rob Moore, um, who encouraged me to, to start the podcast, that the best combination for me was to really do both, because by having fantastic guests, I get to have interesting conversations but also by having solo content, I'm able to share and provide information to people as well. So they get to know me too. So I have that combination. As I say, my interviews with my guests are always out on a Monday, and the solo content from me is always on a Friday. You will see that that is uh, consistently promoted on my social media. And we never miss an episode. I have never missed an episode. We are on episode 284 as we speak. And so we're heading to that 300 uh, milestone, which is really exciting. Okay, so think about the frequency, days of the week, etc. For that consistent uh, delivery that you're looking for. Point number six, guests. Where do you find guests? And I get asked this all the time. Now, when you're starting out, what I did, and this is only what I'm sharing work for me, it might be different for you. But I started really with people in my network, people that I already knew who were, you know, I I was pretty confident would actually help me out, would be up for coming on as a guest. Now, my background, um, a lot of you will know, I've spent 30 years in business Um, And, you know, both as the CEO of Saga uh, in terms of the travel division and prior to that MD of the emerging markets for TUI. So my business network is very extensive. It's global and it was very extensive. Your business network or your own network might be smaller than that. It might be very much in a niche area. It could be gardening or, you know, world of art or whatever it might be, music. So think about the people that you already know that's a good place to start when it comes to guests because the chances are they're more likely to say yes because you've got a relationship already. Um, So start there. But then what I did when I started my podcast, I had a bit of a spreadsheet and I just created a bit of a hit list. Who are the people that I would really like to get on the podcast? And I started with those that I already had a relationship and then I kind of went from there. Now, I'm at the stage now where I actually get asked at least... 10 times a week by people requesting to come on the podcast. So I have had to be very clear and create some criteria of what does a guest need to have in order to fit... Brave, bold, brilliant. And also to make sure that I'm not compromising on that, um, you know, at all. So as I've grown, those criteria have kind of evolved and, and, and come to fruition. So with guests, don't be afraid to ask. You know, social media is a great place. Certainly... Um, a year or so ago when Clubhouse was doing really well I got some amazing guests from Clubhouse because I was in rooms with people and I was just a bit cheeky so don't be afraid to ask what's the worst that can happen someone will say no thank you very much I'd rather not so what doesn't matter maybe it's a not right now and it could be something that you pick up in the future so I'd say your network is really important think about The type of guests that fit with your topic of the podcast, of course, it needs to be congruent with that. Um, and don't be afraid to put yourself out there get a bit of a hit list and gradually work your way through that uh, because that is is the best way personal recommendations you know if I've had someone on the podcast they will often say is there anyone that you can actually connect me with that you think would be um, a great guest for Brave Bold Brilliant so this is the way that I get guests uh, and some of them as I say I've started with people I know personally and where I've now got to is a much broader network but my gosh I have had some incredible conversations i feel so fortunate and by having the podcast my network has grown um so it's it's absolutely joyful it really is i absolutely love my podcast and i love the people that have um you know been been um giving me their time and, and to come on it's it's a real joy it genuinely is right point number seven let's talk about launch And I am cantering through a lot here. (laughs) I could do a whole whole video on each one of these separately. Um, So I don't claim to be an expert. These are just things that I've actually put into place with my own podcast. So uh, I just wanted to share with you. So when it comes to the launch, right, what I would say is pick a date. Right. Pick a date. If you decide you're going to do a podcast, don't procrastinate, you know, because tomorrow never bloody comes, does it? Right. So <laughs> pick a date and work back from there. So I will from from when I decided I was going to go for my podcast, I pick the day and then I work backwards. So start with the end in mind. I often say that with the people that advise with their businesses. You know, if you want to sell your business, if that's the end goal, well, then let's start with there and move backwards from there because you'll make different decisions. So start with the end in, in mind. Pick a date. In my case, I actually went from decision to launch within five weeks uh, and I actually launched uh, my podcast. It was during lockdown. It was the 27th of July 2020. And Chris and I were actually we were in Mallorca for a couple of months. We spent a couple of months over there. So I actually launched my podcast from Mallorca. I wasn't even in the UK anyway so pick a date and work backward and what i would say you want to build the excitement of of the launch of the podcast right and there's loads of different ways you can do this but you know starting off if you're on social media and you engage in there it's a great way to get people excited about it you know coming soon so if you're thinking about you know the title for your podcast for example you can put that out and say you know i've got these two three options which one would you vote for Uh, The same with the artwork, I put out different versions of of what the thumbnail was going to look like and asked for people's feedback. So they almost felt, you know, even before I'd launched that people were involved, they were engaged. They felt like they'd helped me on my journey and they absolutely had. So you don't, it's not just the launch day. It's actually all the little things that you're going to do in the lead up to the launch in terms of teasing, letting people know, coming soon, you can do a countdown. You know, I did a big countdown of sort of seven days to go and I was posting every day around where I was up to with it. Um, As I say, when you launch, you do not launch with one episode. You need to launch really with ideally five or six episodes because you're going to create a big bang and you want people to listen to you know those episodes but then be hungry for more so you want to make sure you've got a li- you know you have got a few more episodes for them to to actually go for uh, i launched with five episodes which were sort of i suppose why i was launching the podcast a little bit about my journey and different topics in my case, you know, I jumped out of from being a corporate CEO running, you know, half a billion dollar businesses, pound business, to becoming an entrepreneur. So those were some of the topics I talked about, being a woman in business and the only woman in the boardroom. So I had five different podcast episodes on topics that I was, you know, really interested in and, and really showcased me a little bit as well as who I was. Um, and then my sixth episode was a guest with the incredible Chris Brown OBE. Now Chris was the managing director of the airlines at TUI. So to be a woman running an airline, pretty phenomenal actually. It shouldn't be relevant, should it? What gender we are? But in a very male-dominated world, Chris is an absolute powerhouse. So Chris, I knew personally. She's a friend, and had been a previous colleague of mine at TUI. So great example where I thought, who can I? Who do I know that's going to be amazing for my first? Uh, guest, so I pre-recorded all of my episodes, and I got used to doing that. And then I interviewed, I interviewed Chris, so I made sure, if you like, that you know I, I'd got into my flow, um, so that you know I had the best impact. So think about your launch. Uh, when I launched, I also did a promo. I did a, a competition. For people that downloaded the podcast on launch day, you know, they got entered into a prize draw, they got some uh, free mentoring sessions with me, you know, <clears throat> so something that was high value. Uh, so, you know, mentoring, when I mentor Uh, Senior execs and and business leaders, you know, the investment is £15,000 plus that. So that's a high value, quality, you know, prize to give for people that are, are downloading. For other people, I know they've launched and said you get a free iPad, for example, you know, whatever it is. You want the launch to be really successful. So don't just think about it on the day, lead up to it, lots of teasing, lots of engagement. Um, Make sure that you've got six at least episodes banked for the launch and you're doing a lot of promo around it um, to really create that big bang that you're looking for. Okay, point number eight. Let's talk about content and and banking your content so a lot of people find it quite pressured uh, to you know have your podcast if you haven't got episodes already banked and i get that you know because if all of a sudden you're thinking oh my god oh my god i've not got an episode for next week and i don't want to miss you are going to be under pressure and you're probably going to compromise on the quality so what i would say to you is get a chunk of them in the bank Um, So I have a drive on my Google Drive that the podcast agency has access to and I will have a schedule that at least takes me out for the next month where I've got the podcasts are, are all numbered, they're recorded, so I'm not under pressure and that means I can focus on getting great guests, I can focus on providing good content, this is going to be a podcast episode and I'm going to talk about repurposing shortly. But you get the gist. Do not leave yourself exposed where you haven't got content for the forthcoming um, episodes, because then it's just not a good place to be, really. So bank your content. Right. Point number nine, repurposing. Now, content, providing content online, social media, podcast, YouTube, you name it. Right. I've got it all going on. And here's the thing, time is limited. So repurpose your content. So by that, what I mean, you record one piece of content and you can use that across multiple platforms. You can chop it up into smaller reels and short videos. So this is a great example, right? I am doing a live video now, which is actually being streamed on LinkedIn, on my Instagram, on my Facebook and my YouTube channel all at the same time. Right. So I'm providing useful content for people listening live. So this is a social media post across all those platforms. I'm also recording it on my Zoom H1N audio. So I have the audio file, which is of a great quality. That will then be saved on my Google Drive and then this will come out as a podcast episode, you know, and that might be two or three weeks down the line because what I try to do is create content that is what I'd call evergreen. So evergreen content means it will still be relevant if someone listens to it in a year's time, in two years' time, etc. So yes, you might want to cover some topical stuff, but where you can make your content evergreen is going to have longevity, And then from this video and from the audio file, we can chop that up into smaller snippets of content and repurpose it. So that means it's very efficient. Very, very efficient indeed. And it gives you a better reach. You're helping more people that way as well. So this is a win-win, genuinely. But time is precious. Don't waste it. Be efficient. Have the tech. Get yourself set up. Repurpose your content. And then it won't be such a chore for you either, right? So that's the repurposing point. So that was number nine. Number 10, networking and relationships. The incredible people I have met through my podcast is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And that has led to significant business opportunities, right? Significant. So because I I don't do it for that reason, I do my podcast very clearly to help people unlock greatness in themselves by being brave, bold and brilliant. That's why I do it. I'm here to help and support and guide However, when you build relationships which are strong and you've got to know people through the podcast interview, then all sorts of things can happen. You know, ongoing relationships. Someone gets to know that, you know, you do advisory work or you do mentoring. And then you're much more able to say, oh, hey, listen, maybe there's something we can do together. We can we can, uh, you know, uh, collaborate in a certain way. So never underestimate the relationships, nurture those relationships, respect them, and value the fact that people have given you, you know, an hour of their time or forty-five minutes of their time to actually record the podcast. So there's a huge amount in here. I know this has been a longer, um, a longer piece of content than I, I would often do for a solo um, content. However, I hope it's useful. There's loads more I could go into. So I'm just going to very quickly recap on the ten points. If you're thinking of starting scaling or relaunching a podcast, these are the ten tips for you. Right. Number one, commit to it and be clear on your purpose your reason why number two pick a topic that you are incredibly passionate about that means you're going to have your podcast for years and years to come point number three think about the title the artwork the music you want to represent the brand keep it snappy keep it memorable for people number four think about the tech the production are you going to do it yourself or are you going to have an agency to do it and make sure you do your due diligence on who you use Point number five, be clear on the frequency because you need to be consistent. Do not miss episodes. Therefore, if you commit to being able to do one podcast a week or two podcasts a week or once a month, whatever it is, commit to it because you need to stick with that. It has to be consistent on those exact same days in order to grow your reach and to be helpful to more people. Point number six, guess. Plan your guess. Don't be afraid of reaching out. Start with your own network, people you know that are going to help and support and get you going. And then I always ask, who else could I be introduced to that would be a fantastic guest? Reach out. Don't be afraid to go for the no. Right. Go for the no, because it may be no right now, but you might get them later. So really, really push yourself forward with with who who you go for. Point number seven, plan your launch very effectively. Point number eight Bank your content so you're not under pressure. Be ahead of the game. Know exactly what your schedule is going to be. Point number nine, repurpose your content so that you can actually get a bigger bang for your buck. You can do lives, you can do videos, YouTube. It becomes a podcast episode. It can be cut down into a reel. All of those great things. And point number 10, value those networking relationships that you create by having fabulous guests on your podcast. Never take them for granted but also be open-minded to where that might lead to with the collaboration because it's incredibly powerful. So listen, everyone, I hope that has been useful. We've been talking about podcasting, the power of podcasting, my podcast, Brave Bold Brilliant. If you are not subscribed and following, please do share, comment, like with all your friends, etc. It really does mean a lot to me. And you know, Brave Bold Brilliant has gone from zero to being in the top 1.5% of all podcasts in the world. So that just shows you what's possible. And I love it. I absolutely love it. So whatever you're doing today, remember it is by being brave bold and brilliant that you will unlock that greatness in yourself so just go for it there's no limits honestly just live life to the absolute max but take care everyone have an amazing day i really hope you've enjoyed brave bold brilliant don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends and if you've enjoyed listening i'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review